everybody, Senpai here. Uh, before I get into the episode, I just want to—I just wanted to give you guys a heads up. Um, I talked about something very, very tough uh, today, um, specifically suicidal thoughts. It's from about 15 minutes to—I'm going to say very generously—19 and a half minutes into the episode. Um, in regards to suicidal thoughts, as well as the death of a friend of mine, that pertains to a nightmare that I had over the last little bit. So, thank you so much. Uh, enjoy the episode. Hi, and welcome to Creative Conundrums. I'm Googly Doc. And I'm Senpai. We're here to talk about our struggles and triumphs as creatives. And answer creative questions asked by you, our loving and sometimes bizarre podcast family. If you have any questions for future shows, send them to creativeconundrums at outlook.com. Hey everybody, I'm the incredible, the incomparable, and the incomprehensible Googly Doc. And I'm, I guess, the condomless senpai? Uh, why are you the condomless senpai? I don't know, you were saying that you got your condom on before we started recording. <laughs> <laughs> so, I just kind of went with it. I have a condom on because uh, we are now in uh, Code Orange. Because we are... In full swing of the second wave of the virus here in Manitoba. No, no, no. They want you to put a face covering on a mask. But the condom says, you know, for your protection. <laughs> so. I have it on. It says it protects against viruses and everything, so. Okay, let's move on. Um... <sighs> I had you laughing for a while there. I was just, I was <laughs> I'm gonna still laughing. I was gonna, I was gonna have you try and just bust an absolute gut. <laughs> I'm still laughing. <sighs> <laughs> Fuck's sakes. Okay, so uh-huh. I'm excited today. So am I. What's your reason? So I'm excited because I finally get to plan the rest of my fucking month of October. It's exciting. We have a we have a date now for uh for the pre-patch for Shadowlands and then Shadowlands was moved back, which I mean it's kind of sad, but I, like I get why and I'm happy that it is. Uh and we have a as date for pre-patch. Exactly. And they're they're going to get it right, I think with uh with a little bit more time. But um so we finally have a date for pre-patch, which is so great. Because I have so much to do in pre-patch, and I'm so excited to be able to finally do it and plan everything else around it. Okay, and then for, I've also been scrambling <laughs> to, plan, for, to like schedule. For those of us who don't play WoW, what mm. is pre-patch? So pre-patch is the patch that comes before the official release of expansion. So okay. it's like when all of the changes that are going to be made for that expansion, it's when they get implemented. So we're going to okay. get the level squish, we're going to get, like, all new talents, you know, all of that stuff. Okay. So, why is that going to have you busy? Because I have four tunes to level. Four characters? Really? At least four. To level? To level from 10 to 50. Yep. From 10 to 50? Yep. I thought, okay, wait, 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 wait. Mm-hmm. So you're creating new characters specifically for the pre-patch? I have to. Okay, so one of the reasons why I can't do it before the pre-patch, which would be super wow. nice if I could do it before the pre-patch, but I can't. Um, 
they're not lifting restrictions on Death Knights until the pre-patch actually hits, which is October 13th. Restrictions on Death Knights? What restrictions Or are not there? Death Knights. Uh, Demon Hunters. Um, you can only have one per account per server. So one really? per server per account. So once pre-patch hits, I can have as many as I fucking want on any server. Okay. Why are you only allowed to have one on any given server? It's just how they, they do it for uh, hero classes. They did it for Death Knights too, um, and then it was lifted in like 5-3 or something. I don't know. I'm guessing you have to have been a subscriber for a certain amount of time before you can get like Death Knights and stuff? Nope. I think you just need to hit level 10. <clears throat> oh, okay. Well, why are they limiting it then? Why do they limit it? It's for, just it's uh... it's just how they do it. like it's how it's how it's a hero class. So like when Death Knights first came out, when Wrath of the Lich King hit, you could only have the one per server per account. Okay. So like I could have like five, but they all had to be on different servers. Same okay. thing. Same thing with Demon Hunters. Right now, you can only have one per server, and you have to have a level seventy on that server. That restriction, those both those restrictions are going away. Okay, why did they have the restrictions? Because they're hero classes. I, I don't know what the I, I don't know what the actual reason is. What's the difference between between a hero class and a, and a regular one? They start at a higher level. Oh, okay. Death Knight started at uh, fifty five, and Demon Hunter started at ninety eight. Okay, got it. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So yay! I get to have all of my Demon Hunters on all of my accounts. I'm so excited. Um, yeah. Sorry, and... I grilled you. I just had a lot of. <laughs> the old journalism school in me that's fine that's <laughs> fair although i could grill you right now with your message ah. about chicken oh yes yeah. look look y'all okay this motherfucker messages me <laughs> a picture of a plate of fries and breaded chicken and i'm like okay i don't know what i'm supposed to do with this um, I'm confused. What you're supposed to do is not let me run in anywhere unsupervised, screaming my name. Clearly. Anyways, I'm looking but, at this plate, and I'm like, I all I see is pain, because all I see is gluten, and, uh, yeah, that's not fun. Well, at least I have chicken. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I can have chicken. I just it has to be gluten free. It it can be unbreaded stuff, you know? It just I can't have fried chicken that's like not from not homemade basically. Okay. That makes sense. Now my uh I make a very very good uh uh baked chicken breast. Okay. Without breading. It okay. just has kind of a my own special uh, poultry seasoning dry rub on it, and it's 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 got no bread stuff in it. Now, do you have a guarantee to not destroy a frying pan with it? Yes, it's not cooked the same way steaks are. <laughs> <laughs> it's cooked in a stone, believe it or not. Okay. That's fantastic. I don't even know how many times the frying pan has been brought up now, but this is like the third episode. <laughs> Yeah, third episode. Yep, never leaving that frying pan down. No, you're not. <laughs> but that steak, though, huh? Ah? Love ah? you. It was good steak. <laughs> okay, uh, <clears throat> let's do our. Let's do the struggles. 
I guess, the last couple weeks. All right, all right, all right. You start. Me? I think, yeah, uh, I think I started last time. Struggles. Uh, the biggest struggle I had was last week. Um, I uh, ended up having a sore throat and sniffles. Mm. And as you well know, uh, if I get COVID-19 and I start showing symptoms, 12 hours after I start showing symptoms, I'm dead. Yep. And so I started showing symptoms of being sick and I didn't know if I was going to be alive the next day. Oh, so that's scary. I enjoyed my time with my boys and uh, after about six, seven hours, uh, it wasn't getting worse. And so I started to calm down a little bit, but it was very, very hard to sleep that night. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, when I fell when I fell asleep, uh, when I woke up, I was almost surprised to wake up. But when I did wake up, my symptoms were gone. So it Yay. was not it was not COVID nineteen. So I went, oh thank God! So I, I put on a mask because uh, uh, I was going into work, mm -hmm. and uh, I got there and they punted me out. <laughs> <laughs> said you're not coming back through those front doors until you've had a COVID-19 test and then uh, yeah it took a day to get the test back back in May I was able to drive down the road and get to one of the many COVID-19 testing centers my personal favorite one was at the Centennial Pool in St. James hmm. and you could just go there drive up to a particular spot they would tell you to come in, you'd go in, you'd get your test, and you'd be out, and it would be like 10-15 minutes and you could just go but Brian Pallister and his health minister dickhead, whatever his name is we're not going to remember him <laughs> um, at least not fondly Bye, Felicia. Uh, they, they slashed the budget for COVID-19 testing and uh, we used to have what eight times as many COVID testing centers. I have May. no idea. There was, there, we had we had lots of them, and we had enough of them. And in May, that's when you could just go to a, a center, get your test, and then bugger off, right? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> well, they slashed all their budgets to this stuff even though they were given $200 million by the federal government to keep these things open, but Brian Pallister decided he didn't want to keep them open because he didn't want to make the Liberal Party look good. That's why he cut, that's why he didn't use the money he was given. The $200 million he was given to keep those things open, yeah, he didn't want to make the Liberal Party look good. Can I so fucking petition he, to he, not he, have a fucking child in, in, our, in charge of our fucking province now? Fuck. He's such a fucking pig. He also, like, put on Twitter, like, oh, we need to protect our healthcare bullshit. And I'm like, okay, let's talk about the cuts you made to the fucking nursing staff and uh, quick care clinics and shit. Let's talk yep. about that. Doctors and nurses leaving the province because of the cuts he's made. I can't blame <sighs> them. I can't blame them either. Can't blame them either. Fuck, I'm mad now. Anyway. Yeah, so my greatest struggle was caused by our provincial government 
because it it cost me four days of pay because it took me a day to okay we've just discussed how vulnerable i am mm -hmm. to COVID 19. and how do you long think it i want to do you think i want to sit in a line waiting for six hours with six with sick people no exactly because any one of them might have COVID 19 and so going there might get me fucking sick so I instead, and then it I went still to takes like twenty four to forty eight hours to get your results back, right? Uh, well, if he had not slashed the budget, it would be like twenty four to forty eight hours, but it's thirty six to seventy two hours. Oh, for fuck's sake! Yeah, it, it. No, 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 no. It's uh, no, it's it's three days minimum, three to five between three to three to five days now, because all of the testing stuff is slashed, right? You can't see so, my face. Oh, and get this. Their planning was so awesome that uh, the, the COVID-19 testing center that's, that's, that was in the city here, mm -hmm. the one we had in the city, it was so overwhelmed that they had like between five and what, seven hour wait times. And they had no porta potties or anything like that near the area, so the people who live in the area were getting really pissed off because people were pissing and shitting because they had to, and they had to go somewhere, and they couldn't leave. Their car was stuck in the middle of that, so they had to get out of their car, do their business, and go back to their car. I'm pretty sure the one thing that I'm gonna get out of this pandemic is I'm gonna have perfected the Janeway face palm because what the fuck. You can't see my face, but I'm pretty sure it's it's, it's Janeway right now, just face palming because I'm fucking angry. Yeah. One thing that's been proven by COVID-19 all over the world is that conservative governments cannot handle adversity. They can't. They cannot handle adversity. Everything has to be perfect, and they can still fuck things up. I'm angry. But conservative governments cannot handle adversity because because they are not focused on community. They don't care about everybody. They don't care about anybody but the few rich guys at the top. And that is not good at all for handling crises. Okay, we need to stop yeah. talking about this before I just get angrier. Yeah, okay, anyway, so <laughs> that, that was my, my big thing. Is uh, I thought I was gonna die, didn't die, had to go get a test, had to wait too long for the results lost work because of it that was my big thing i'm so angry like fuck i'm angry oh my yep lost lost four days pay so i'm i'm less yeah. angry about that like that sucks don't get me wrong but i'm more oh, angry yeah. about the fact that oh just no i can't i can't no well, no that that <laughs> is surpassing the level of angry that i'm allowed to be today <laughs> yeah exactly well it's hard not nope. to be angry when somebody's smashing stuff oh, and, and then no, says, no, no, see, no. How, see how Stop. broken everything is? Stop. I'm not even joking. I'm actually, like, okay. fucking tilted yeah. right now. Like... Yeah. Okay. I will stop. I will stop. <laughs> you go. You go. This this was just too much for me. Okay, yeah. Go, go. I'm just... Uh... I, want, I want to relax and listen to something shitty yes. that isn't that shitty. <laughs> I had nightmares over the last couple weeks. Why? Um, kind of out of nowhere, I had one regarding a family member that I'm like, I, I don't even really remember what it was, really, 
but I remember being like, like I woke up just like super, super upset. It's like it's like one of those dreams that it leaves you as soon as you're it, like as soon as you wake up, you forget it, but you know it was disturbing and hurtful, right? It was one of those. Yeah. Um, yeah. And of course, I was stressed about the podcast festival, which like I mean, it went off great and it was great. Oh yeah. yeah but great. like it was it was definitely a little bit of added stress to that. Oh, um, our panel is going up. It's it's starting to catch up to the other panels. We are now okay. in spot three. We'll get to that in a fucking okay. second. <laughs> okay, okay, sorry, sorry. Because I'm not done. Okay, so I had okay. so I had another nightmare also the other day. First, okay, I've been thinking. I was thinking about the other night. I'm gonna give you a warning here, y'all. Um, I've had a hard time in the last few years. Uh, and like, l- literally more than four years, I have been literally suicidal every single fucking day for over four years. And I was thinking the other night, like, man, it would be super nice to not be suicidal so I could at least, you know, go out and have a job once the pandemic is over. Like, that would be nice. I would love to just be able to leave my house and trust myself in my own hands and go to a job. And so the next day I had, I ended up having a nightmare where, like, I, I had a job and then we were doing, like, some sort of review of my working there for, like, three weeks or something. I don't even fully remember what it was. Except it was in the middle of, like, a racetrack for some reason. And there was a race happening. And I'm like, okay, like, can we go inside? Like, this is super overwhelming. Like, I'm getting sensory overload, which isn't normally a huge thing with me. But, like, clearly there's just too much going on. Can we please go inside? And basically the two people doing my review were like, ah, too bad, get fucked, nerd. Um, (laughs) So I was like, okay, well, that's great. And I'm like, okay, no, like, seriously, like, this is not a good place to do this. Like, we should be doing this inside. So the woman was like, okay, well, if you can get inside, then we'll go inside. And I'm like, look, I'm suicidal. I don't actually want to die. And then they were basically just like, well, then too bad, get fucked. Like, like, oh, it was, it was awful. Obviously they were using, like, more professional terms than just get fucked, nerd, but (laughs) that's basically what it boiled down to. I was so angry when I woke up. Anyways, I ended up getting so mad, I threw a pencil, almost hit somebody. They ended up firing me. So I'm trying to leave, and I, for, for whatever reason, I'm driving my dad's truck. I don't know why. And they're raiding the fucking truck! And I'm like, okay, like, why are you in my truck then? They're like, well, we, we were worried after you said that you were suicidal. I'm like, are you fucking serious right now? <laughs> and then someone stole my mask, which I got oh really God. mad. Well, and yeah. then, for some reason, it, it, it turned from my tattoo into my mask for whatever reason. Like, okay, so my, my tattoo that I have in memory of a friend who passed away, um, he, like, took that, and I got so mad, and I'm like, give it the fuck back right now, and he was refusing, and he's like, well, you broke up anyway. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? That's from my friend who killed himself. Give it the fuck back now. And, yeah, that's when I woke up. And, like, it's one of those dreams that you wake up and you're, like, you're breathing heavily, you're crying. Like, it was, it was yeah. awful. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. So, yeah. I hate I want a job, but I don't think I can handle a job right now. Oh, man. <sighs> It'd be nice to be able to work, though. So, yeah. that That's, I mean, that's most of my bad stuff. The other bad stuff has been Jarvis attacking my feet lately, which is... I saw that in a video. Ah. <sighs> <laughs> Jarvis, fuck. Even even earlier today, he was he's he's been like, I don't know, he's been a little shit all day. I I Why love you, Trump bud. I have no idea. I don't know. 
I think at least one time he just wanted treats and he just wanted attention, so, you know. Oh, yeah. okay. All right, let's get into creative stuff. Okay, sure. Oh, wait, one other thing. My monitor died on me. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> yes, I, I did know about that. Mike got you a new one, right? Uh, no, Mike did not. Uh, Mike was not able to get it to me, on, like, that day, and I'm like, I oh. need it today so that I can do stuff. So another friend of ours did, um, who I don't know if he cares that I use his name, but I, I'm going to not, just in case. But, uh, so we, I, I have a loaner from a friend of ours now, um, and it has, like, dead pixels all along the top and the, and the right of the screen. So it's, it's, I mean, it works, though. And it's a 24-inch monitor, which is just huge compared to my old 21-inch monitor. Right, uh, right. But yeah, that was, a, that was a challenge that I had to deal with the last little bit. Yeah. We're getting a new one soon, though, so. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, on to Creative Works. All right, Creative Works? Yes. Uh, I'm doing freelance for Lunar Games, and I'm overdue as of today. Oh, no! Yeah, so I, I have to get that done by this weekend. I have to get that done. Mm-hmm. That's super important. Is that it? Um, no, actually. Uh, oh, Is that all you can talk about? Because I know there's a bunch of stuff that you have coming down the line that you can't talk about yet. Yeah, there, there's stuff I can't talk about. Um, uh, I'm still in negotiations with people and getting quotes for over to boards. Uh, um, that's the next one I'm focusing on for, for Googly Beard. Uh, the rest of the freelance I can't talk about yet. What else have I got? Um, I'm going to... Oh, yeah. Karaoke is not a thing right now. Yeah. Because we're in Code Orange. And uh, some some bars have shut down stuff, and uh, are playing it really really safe, and that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. So um, I need to sing. I need to sing. So what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be doing videos again. Okay. I mean, making videos and singing and stuff. And I've got a few ideas on what songs I'm going to sing. I was asked specifically by members of the female persuasion to sing ballads. I'm not surprised. So I'm going to do a couple of those. Uh, and I know that there's a couple people who want me to do some metal covers, so I might do that too. And I've got some musicians who want to do stuff with me, and uh, I'll do that stuff too. <laughs> I like how he's completely leaving off the podcast festival that we did over the weekend of oh, September 26th and 27th. I was leaving that up to you. Okay. But, but I need to mention right now, because I mentioned it in the wrong spot, which I apologize for, <laughs> that our RPG panel started off in like third last place in terms of views and on the videos. And now we are third. We are third. I mean, that's a decent jump. Well, okay, there's like seven panels. Oh, no, eight panels. No, that's right. Yeah, eight panels. Yeah. That's yeah. exciting. So we went from like, yeah, so we went from like six to three. That's awesome. That's a good jump. I'm very and, happy about that. Yeah, we started off with like 100 views, and now we've got like 260. So I we're we're creeping in on number two right now. I still have to download um, our panels and upload them to my, my YouTube. I haven't had a chance to do that yet. I've been oh, yeah. busy. Oh, yeah. Everybody, everybody who's listening to this right now, 
go and watch the uh, the RPG panel video on Facebook uh, for the Manitoba Podcast Festival. And that's that's Senpai and I talking about doing RPGs in podcast form and how we do what we do. Uh, I was also on Podcasting 101, and I was oh. a surprise guest. Traitor! Traitor! That's the one we're trying to catch. But we... it's me, so it's fine. It's not me, though. Well, so... you should have fucking been there. Get wrecked, nerd. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to. It wasn't my panel. <laughs> you could have offered. <laughs> Anyways. Uh... <laughs> Up to a party. So I was also on on that one, uh, as well as I was also part of the interviewing panel, which was a surprise thing. <laughs> I just hopped in as like an attendee, and then uh, James was like, "Here you go." I'm like, "Oh, oh, oh, okay, all right, that's fine." Oh, really? He was allowing people to crash panels and didn't tell me. Well, because the interviewing oh, panel, oh. the interview panel, was just an open thing. That oh, was definitely oh. told to you before, by the way. Also, there's a cat on my lap, so if you hear purring, that's why. It was open that anybody could attend, not anybody could participate. Nope, it was open so that we could all participate if we wanted to, if we were involved in... That was, that was a thing. You could have you could have asked for clarification. I'm just or, or you could have just attended, and then he probably would have been like, here you go. Ah. So there you go. Duncan might have had hockey at the time, I can't remember. Maybe that probably. I, I think that's yeah. Um, so as for my stuff, uh, my stuff was mostly the podcast festival. We also I hit the sub goal for my September. Um, excuse me, sub goal, which Yay. was which was to play. <laughs> I had I decided I was going to play the KFC dating simulator game. The uh, it's called I Love You Colonel Sanders on Steam. It's oh really God. fucking funny. It's also, it's also branded content. KFC paid for this. <laughs> They're not paying me for it, but they paid for it. Anyways, it was KF really funny. KFC in the states is good. KFC in Canada is terrible. I mean, I can't. I haven't been able to eat it in eight years, so you know. Yeah, so, yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it, doesn't it doesn't matter to me anyway but it was really really funny but uh so that's actually on my stream as a highlight if you want to go check that out because that shit is funny as shit i had such a great time the, the the one character's hair is absolutely ridiculous I, don't spoil it for me i'm gonna go and do it right after this oh i'm just i'm just saying his hair is absolutely ridiculous there are a few other th parts that i just like was dissolved into laughter for a little while um, and then, uh, let's see. Oh, this is going to be out next week. Okay, yeah. So our episode will have gone out for the stories about World of Warcraft for Azeroth the History. I don't know how it's done yet because I can't see into the future because timey-wimey bullshit. Yep. 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 <laughs> We're recording ahead of time. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that's going to have gone up. So I've been busy working on that the last little bit, as well as uh, our next thing for that. And then also we're working on our Halloween spooktacular. Yes, we are working on that. We're actually going to be doing an advanced recording uh, today. Of our, like, joint section of that episode, which is going to be exciting. So And then um, Senpai and I are going to be spending, like, a month working on... Uh, 
our stories. I mean, I have a lot to do. I need that, like, sooner than that, please. Huh? I ha I'll talk to you about that after. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, that's that's been my work. Although, I realized something this this week. Well, today. National Coming Out Day is this coming Sunday after we release this. What? I thought I thought that happened during, like, Pride Week. Nope. National Coming Out Day is in October. It's October 11th. I don't remember why it's October oh. 11th. There's a reason for it. I don't remember. Okay. Anyways, it's National Coming Out Day. I think last year I came out as a podcaster. Do you remember? Yes, you came out as a podcaster. Yeah. Okay. So here's the thing, and this might get somebody annoyed at me. I don't know. I always... My kind of, like, I guess, sort of boycott of the thing is, like... Because, to me, coming out shouldn't be a thing. Like, we shouldn't have to come out. We should just be people and be respected for being people. That's that's it, right? Yep. However, that's not the case. So, what I what I kind of do as, like, a little bit of a protest is I come out sarcastically as something that I'm... It's kind of obvious that I am. One year, I think I came out as a nerd. Um, <laughs> I came, I've come out as a fox, like, wearing the fox onesie... I can't remember what else I've done. Like, I've done a few other, like, really sarcastic things like that. I also always go into an explanation of, like, really what, why National Coming Out Day is is as important as it is. Because, like, as much as I don't think it should be a thing, there are reasons why it has to be a thing. Mm -hmm. And a lot yep. of those reasons are rooted in white supremacy. <laughs> um, no surprise there. Uh, as well as, like, there there are people who want to silence, you know, people's voices because they're queer, because they're gay, because they're lesbian, because they're trans, because they're bi, whatever the fucking reason, well, you know, religion. or religion, or race, whatever the fuck, like, there's, there's so many reasons why people want to silence others, and it's, it's hurtful, and it's painful, and I have not decided <clears throat> what I'm coming out as yet this year. <laughs> Obviously, I'm an out uh, two-spirit bisexual person, but, like, yeah. I gotta come up with something. All right. <laughs> Maybe a squid. <laughs> <laughs> Just, oh, wait. No. No, 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 no. You what? gotta, on coming out day, you have to flip your icon and come out as Medusa. No. Damn it. I'm trying to get you to do that for a while now. That's an April Fool's Day thing, I think. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that, that that's a thing to be aware of on October 11th. Okay, other creative um, stuff. Uh, there was some other stuff, right, that we were doing? I think that was it. We had music, we had that, we had that. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, I think that's it. Oh, I'm going to be doing uh, Dr. Crop Dust as well, another episode of... Uh, the diabolical Dr. Crop Dust. Okay, you've been announcing that, and, like, you keep not doing it. <laughs> yeah, life <laughs> gets weird. Yeah. I got sick last time, so. Yeah, that, okay, that's fair. All right, I will, I will be nice. I have a nice warm cat on my lap. It's awesome. Do you want to get into questions? Yeah, sure. I think you should start. Okay, okay. Sean M. asks... Now that Doc has had the opportunity to work with both members of the Sean Geek podcast at the Manitoba Podcast Festival, is it now time for Tony Stark to have their time with Fast Fret slash Todd McGinnity slash Todd Geek's Tech Talk? Yes. Let me know when. Let, let's figure out scheduling. 
which is gonna be fucking awful for the next little bit. So yeah, yeah. get a, get a hold of it. And me. working with the McGinty brothers was <laughs> fantastic. That's an insight for the, the, the McGinty brothers. Yeah, go watch the uh, the RPG. If you have two eyes in your name, just the two eyes aren't together. Okay. <laughs> okay. Next question from Drew S. On the magic theme, can we just strip magic from about half the classes? It feels like sloppy game design at this point. How do we make this class more interesting? Okay. Uh, on the magic theme. <sighs> well, we could strip magic from half the classes. It is possible to do. But... I don't know. It, it, it all depends on the the idiom of the setting, right? If, if magic permeates everything, then magic should be a part of everything, right? Like, for, for instance, Earth Dawn. Everything is magical in some way, which is why the extraordinary abilities work, right? Because magic is just permeating everything, right? So you can't really do that in a game like Earth Dawn. I think, however, that Drew S. is... Um, referring specifically to Dungeons and Dragons and Pathfinder. I'd assume so. And you know, I uh, like I said, it all depends on the setting. If the setting calls for everything being magical, then let everything be magical, right? Uh, if if it doesn't, you can strip stuff out. I don't see I don't see why you you can't do that. It's it's mainly flavor. That's all it is. Right? So you can you can strip magic from half the classes and still keep the abilities just change the flavor text that's true yeah so you, you could you just change the flavor text and keep the rules in place and there you go bob's your uncle so for me i say no okay. uh, my reasoning is like i play games whatever the setting is whatever platform it's on whether it's tabletop uh you know computer like if it's wow or if it's something else I play video games because I like to be taken out of the world that we're living in right now, whatever the reason might be. Like, it's to me, it's my escapism. And what better escape is magic? We don't have magic in our world the way the way it exists in D and D. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, that I like that too. That, uh, like, I like, I like settings where magic permeates everything. Mm-hmm. Right, like. Uh, this, the fighter's special ability is powered by X sort of magic thread because of Y type setting thing. Yeah. I, I like Earth Dawn is one of my very very favorite settings, and magic is everything. Yeah, that that. Yeah. But that, that's my I, yeah. I like it. I like I like that stance. I like magic. Okay, I like elves too. Elves aren't my thing. Next question. Not, not because I, I, I hate elves, but uh -huh. because I just think... It just sounds been... like you hate elves. No. No. I just hate that I'm always playing with an entire group of elves when they're supposed to be rare. Okay. <laughs> that, that... Yeah, I guess that's oh, a little fair. Overdone is is the only thing. I, I will say, I, I have an orc that I really want to play in a campaign, so... And, Very uh, nice. Yeah, Very the, nice. I definitely have other ideas for other characters who are not elves. So I'm not just like, I love only elves and elves are only for me. Like, no, I, I do like other characters. I just also like elves. 
like a lot. I'll I'll, pa- I'll posit this for our listeners: instead of stripping magic from from uh, from the role playing settings, strip half uh, half backgrounds, like half orc and half elf. Strip those out. Okay. And just keep orc and elf, right? Yeah. Strip the half stuff out. Uh, next... I've always thought they were kind of problematic. So, Next question? Sure. Your Corey R. asks, what's your optimal amount of sessions you would have planned out before you start a campaign? What's planning? <laughs> <laughs> that That's mostly sarcastic. <laughs> but, like, everything I know from a lot of DMs is, like, you don't necessarily always plan stuff. Like, I I definitely have, for, like, one campaign that I want to run, I kind of have, like, three sort of arcs that I want to have that, like, happen over the course of our our playing. I don't necessarily know how many sessions it's going to take, though, for each one. So, like, I'm going to have, like, little beats here and there that I'm going to have planned throughout each arc. I don't know how... I I don't know how many sessions they're going to be. That's going to essentially be left up to my players kind of fantastic fantastic it's a great way of going about it okay good yay i'm learning <laughs> what's your optimal uh, amount <laughs> my optimal amount of sessions um i don't really plan out sessions in my basement games what i do is i i do a lot like what you do right where i have mm-hmm. uh overreaching different arcs and, and plot beats and stuff like that and I just let the players get to them when they get to them right they can do anything they want uh, I think more what's more important in a basement game is uh, having your world and your non-player characters fleshed out mm-hmm. you have you have your once you have that worked out you can improvise right uh, and you're gonna be doing a lot of improvisation uh, regardless of how many sessions quote unquote you plan. You're going to be doing a lot of improvisation, so it's a lot more important to design your world and your non-player characters, and have your overreaching arc, because then, like I said, it allows you to improvise. It's different when you're running um, a convention game, mm-hmm. right? Well, then you, you can time. only plan the one session because that's what you have to right. have. Exactly, exactly. Uh, unless you, unless you're planning on running for the same group over the course of a number of years, in which case you can plan out the whole freaking thing, right? I feel like that's, like, a very niche thing. Like, that's not a very common thing. No, it's not. So. Well, I, I, I'm, it's not common for me, anyway. I'm pretty sure there's other GMs out there. Who well, like, even that. then, just, co- like, convention sessions, I don't think that's a very common thing either, so that's not gonna really apply to a lot of people, right? Yeah. Uh, so. Now, however, uh, for a podcast... Uh, like a de- uh, like a role playing game podcast, uh, I plan out a minimum of five sessions. Okay. And see, the thing with the podcast is that you have to keep in mind your audience, you have to keep in mind your players, you have to keep in mind uh, your time limit, and uh, the amount of content that you have to fit into every episode, and the different types of content and and all that stuff. So you need to plan out your session and say, okay, we need to hit X beats in X amount of time because when I edit it, it has to turn into two episodes or whatever, right? So you have to plan out all. You have to plan out uh, a number of sessions to make sure that you get through your entire arc and make sure that all of these different aspects of entertainment for your audience happen. 
And uh, it, it helps if your players know and accept that they're not just playing a game at this point, but they're also trying to entertain an audience. So yeah, you do have to plan out in advance. All right, I guess I'll plan. I'll guess I guess I'll get to planning. <laughs> All right, uh, next question. Sean M asks, now that you both have had a part in the Manitoba Podcast Festival, what do you, what would you like to see next year? What I would like to see it next year is uh, more doc. <laughs> No, I'm only kidding. Um, <laughs> I was going to make a joke about that sounding narcissistic, but okay. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> no uh, and, uh, I would like to see... Um, I would like to see a couple more big-name panelists. Yeah. We had we had Alan Cross this year, which is amazing, by the way, because mm -hmm. Alan Cross's uh, ongoing history of new music is one of my favorite shows of all time on music. And Alan Cross is, is just such a, a, a savant when it comes to just music in general. He, he's fantastic. And uh, so I, it, was, it was great to have him. And I, I would like to have more people like him in, different, uh, in the different areas of stuff that I love. Like uh, I would like to see one of the McElroys or all of the McElroys show up and just shoot the shit with us for a bit. Uh, I would like to... So many really, really big names and uh, people I love to listen to in terms of podcasts, you know, and I would love to have any of them come out and, and talk with us just so mainly so I can fanboy the fuck out of them. Oh, I know. Right. <laughs> as much as so, I agree. Okay. I do agree with you on the McElroy's cause that would be really fucking cool to have them. The only yeah. thing is I think they've actually openly said they're not coming to Canada. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which kind of sucks, but if if we're stuck in pandemic times again and we're you know we're doing it online again next year, hey maybe. Yeah, because they don't they don't have to go anywhere. It, yeah. Did they ever state why they're not coming to Canada? It's just they're not I, big enough up here. Or? I don't know. I don't even know if it was like an actual serious thing or if it was a joke. But I feel like there was a thing that they weren't coming to Canada. <laughs> I, I think I think I remember them mentioning that at some point, and I I remember laughing at it. They might have a criminal record. No. Oh. Which case they can't. I don't know. I don't know either. Maybe can anybody can anybody contact the McElroys and get them to tell us if they have criminal records and that's why they're not coming? Maybe. Or just, like, ask them why. Maybe we can do that, I guess. It's funnier to let our people go and harass them. Well, I, okay, y'all, don't fucking harass people. <laughs> Even if it's as a joke. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I should never be allowed to have a microphone in you... front of my face. Why? Why did I do this with you? What's ha What's wrong with me? <laughs> I'm joking. I love you, Doc. Um, yeah, yeah. Don't bug the McElroys. Uh, that's my official statement. Um, my bug them. I mean, I would like to see. I would also. Okay, this is no kind of rag on our crew that we have in Winnipeg here, but mm -hmm. and this is something that I would like to see. Period is just more diversity. No offense okay. to y'all, but y'all are a bunch of white straight guys. For the most part. <laughs> like, and the, like this is, this is not meant as like a dig or anything, but like, we don't really have very diverse of people in our, in our, in our community. So like, if, if you are part of like, you know, LGBT, uh, plus, sorry, my, my brain is, my brain is breaking on letters right now, but like, if you're part of, you know, queer, indigenous uh 
whatever other community there is that isn't white, which, like, again, no dig, we, I, I personally want to see y'all come out. Whether it's just attending the podcast festival, whether it's, like, participating in our, like, monthly get-togethers, whatever. Like, I, I want to see more diversity, period. Because, like... I definitely go for that. Yeah, there, I mean... And again, even that even also goes against the McElroys too, because I'm, you know, white guys. <laughs> like, yep. And so, I just I I just personally want to see more diversity. Period. Um, which like that's that's part of the reason that I, you know, try to be as visible as I can be doing all of this. Because yep. like I'm I'm a queer voice. I'm an indigenous voice. I don't always remember that I am, and I have to remind myself of why that's so important a lot of the time. But, like, yep. I, I can't be the only one. I cannot be representative of all of queer people and all of indigenous people. Exactly. There was, exactly. One, name, there was one name in there that I had seen in attendees that, uh, that was not, at least seemingly, <laughs> like, that it, it seemed like a, a, different, a very different name. I, I have no idea how to pronounce it. But, yeah, they came out, and that was, that was great. I, I, I was happy to see that. But, yeah, Me I would too. love to see more. So, hey, you know what? If mm. if anybody's listening right now who is a member of the LGBTQ plus movement or, and community or uh, anybody who is BIPOC, let us know and uh, contact us and we will get you in contact with the Manitoba podcast uh, community and we'll, we'll, get, we'll, we'll get you in there. I'm also technically part of the Facebook page now. <laughs> Oh, so I really? think I'm technically part of the podcast festival. Okay, so Senpai is fearless leader. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, definitely message us, and uh, and Senpai will will yeah will notice you. I will. I will notice you. It'll be great. Mm-hmm. So yeah, come on out and like. Okay, I will say we don't bite. I mean, exactly. Consent. <laughs> I, was, I had to make the joke. I'm sorry. Um, I think we have time for one more question, maybe depending on how, depending on how crazy we go. Megan N asks, "Do you have large googly, uh, large Google googly eyes? I can put on my dog's behind." Okay, I'm gonna read this as it is. I'm, I'm kind of, <laughs> my brain is is filling in blanks. Do you have? large google eyes i can put on my dog's hind end so i can make a funny tiktoks i don't but uh michael's at least used to carry some i think i've also seen some at dollarama too okay uh i gotta tell you somebody there's somebody special in my life right mm -hmm. now uh we are keeping it on the down low for the moment okay but, so you're mentioning uh, it on a podcast uh-huh yeah yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to get into any specifics. That's fine. <laughs> but um, she uh, got me some big googly eyes. <laughs> got me some big googly eyes, and uh, I'm going to go and get them this weekend. And uh, yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. So you're going to have large google eyes. To yes, put on a I'm dog's have, butt. Have large googly eyes that we can stick on a dog's butt. Yep. So hit yeah, doc I've... up. Hit doc up after this episode mm. goes out because you'll have them by then. 
Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> okay. Let's do one more question, actually. One more question? Okay. What are you... Sean M. asks, what are you going to use slash what did you learn from the Manitoba Podcast Festival that you can use towards your own projects? Oh, my goodness. I... Okay. I was asked to uh, moderate the how to uh, improve your sound or... or or how to sound amazing. I can't remember what I I can't remember what I even called it now. Perfecting but your it sound. Was perfecting your sound, right? And I learned so much about microphones and and, and just post processing and uh, mixing boards and equipment and how to use it. Uh, the one thing that I wanted to learn, uh, the the biggest thing that I wanted to learn from all of these amazing talented sound people like as i've said before it takes about 14 hours to edit an episode of shift quest and i said hey how um how do you trim that how can i trim that time down and they told me keyboard shortcuts i'm going shit i already do that <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i was i was hoping there was some kind of wizardry that would shorten it up but no i'm apparently apparently i'm i'm doing pretty good so <laughs> Well, there's also the fact that you do like everything, like you do all of yeah. your music writing, like that. So that that that's gonna add a lot to it too. Yeah, they 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 basically said in that in that panel that I'm doing pretty good in terms of time, mm -hmm. and I went, ah, fuck, I was hoping I was just shitty at it. So <laughs> <laughs> apparently, I'm doing pretty good time wise. So for what so, I do. So as for me. If you were if you were if you were at the actual festival, then then you'll kind of know this. I actually asked uh, Ryan McMahon, who is an Indigenous voice within podcasting, because I have a tendency of forgetting that I'm Indigenous, and I have a tendency of forgetting to use that voice. And so I asked him, like, do you ever forget that? And he's like, no, because you have to wear that badge. And so um, I actually updated my Twitter and my Twitch that like it it reflects that in that like I am right fucking there. I also put in to Twitch, because you can put in, like, uh, suggestions for tags. And so we have an LGBTQIA plus tag that we can use, uh, that I, like, I use it because, again, I'm part of that community. And so there's people kind of gunning for a trans tag to be, to have that back again, which I'm super excited for, and I signed on for that. But I also put in for a BIPOC one because that doesn't exist and yet Twitch has been talking about you know promoting more black voices in the in the Twitch streaming community and yet like how the fuck do you do that like do you just go by what's on their camera and their skin tone like that doesn't work <laughs> so so I, I started I, I put that in to Twitch right. so we'll see how far that goes I don't know uh, I'm I'm really hoping that goes far though, because like, yeah, we need that. Absolutely, absolutely. And I actually I I feel a little bit bad because I kind of tore somebody a new asshole today. Basically, someone was saying that like, oh, there's more than just one gay Twitch streamer out there, and it's like, okay, yeah, like there are more queer streamers that are that are that are out there. Um, a friend of mine is specifically trying to be the next uh, gay male wow streamer specifically which i'm super excited for and he's super close and i'm i'm so excited for it and i can't wait till he gets it i'm so excited um someone else pointed out oh well there's like six other streamers that that are that you know fit that and i'm like 
Okay, but who are they? Because they're not using that tag. We need to have that tag. We need to have these tags. We need to use these labels that we have to uplift our voices and to uplift the voices of those around us as well. So that's... um, So, yeah, that's a big thing. And then also, y'all kind of gave... Well, okay, you weren't there because I think you were at hockey. Um, But everyone kind of gave me a little bit of an ego boost of, like, what it could... What, how little it could possibly take to get somebody like from Blizzard as an example onto our podcast and like onto YouTube stuff and I'm like huh so I got a little bit of a I got a few earworms there to like kind of maybe start working on at some point cool I'm, I'm still a pretty small small time creator so I'm not like I'm not expecting it to happen tomorrow but um yeah that I think that might be planned in the future. Cool. Probably next year. I'm just I'm just gonna bug everybody until somebody finally comes on the podcast. Okay, so I've also heard bad things about being too persistent. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So like there's a balance and I'm scared to go past that line. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. You don't want you don't want to cross that line. Yeah. So I I've, I've heard some me. But I've heard some I've heard some stories, some horror stories of people who who like have essentially been blacklisted by certain people. Like, yeah, I'm never gonna talk to you. So, yeah, you do, you don't want to you don't want to be be stalker person. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. There's there's that. Yeah, I think that's it. Um, Doc. Uh. Do you want to plug your stuff? Oh yes. Okay. All right. For segueing, we're segueing people. You know what? It was fucking there. It was there. It was this close. I fucked it up this time. Okay. We're it's fine. I'm the I'm the master of segues. Okay, my plug my stuff. Okay. I have googlybeard.ca where I post all of my creative stuff and Benjamin, my my partner in crime with googlybeard posts a lot of stuff as well. Uh Ben posts um, miniature modification and some blogs and stuff like that. And I post blogs and I sing and I post comics and I do some comedic videos as well. And I also do some freelance game design in ter- for RPGs and whatnot. So if you're looking to send me work, send me work at doc at sharedweave.ca. And I also have a Patreon. Uh, at patreon.com forward slash googlybeard. And Facebook oh, and Twitter. I'm on, I'm on, yeah, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Facebook as uh, Kevin Doc Wilson and Twitter as at Dr. Conus. I like how I have to remind you to like... Do my social media? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the king of marketing. You're so silly. Um, so I'm getting close to being able to have a, a custom URL for YouTube. So go check out my YouTube channel. Um, link is always in the show notes, of course. Um, I'm also on Twitter, Senpai90 with two Ps, um, and same handle for twitch.tv slash Senpai90. So come check me out there. Also on Azeroth History as well with Bam Bam, and then our Patreon is patreon.com slash Senpai and Bam Bam. Uh, if you have any ideas of what you want us, me and Doc, to do for a Patreon, we would love to hear them. Because, yeah. We're cool, right? I think. I mean, I'm cool. I can't talk about Doc. Oh. 
<laughs> I'm sorry, I had to do it. I really did. <laughs> it's called payback for ruining my frying pan. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, but yes, so yes, thank you all for joining us tonight. Um, and uh, enjoy your very spoopy month of October. Ooh, spoopy. Spoopy. I'm so excited. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I'm Senpai. And I am the incredible, the incomparable, and the comprehensible Googly Doc. And uh, we'll notice you next time. Have a good one, everybody. Love you. Bye.